Science is nothing but the finding of analogy, identity in the most remote parts. Ralph Waldo Emerson. September 9th, 2011, 5:43 a.m., Upper Orinoco, Yanomami Territory. We were trekking through a thick of jungle past our old village. The deserted chapanel still stood but it had been swallowed up by grass and brush that had not been cleared in over a year. This was to be expected, of course. This part of the jungle, this deep in the territory, the floor of the rainforest can choke a clearing in no time flat. Set your machete down for any stretch, and it's like you were never there. As we passed, I could see the left-behind artifacts of village life. Gathered stones, clotheslines, abandoned hearths, broken cooking implements, tattered pieces of western-style clothing. This had once been the center of activity, the focus of a people, my people, and now it was like a ghost town. Itokai. I used to live and play here, my mother said. Well, not in this exact spot, not in this same Shabano, but in this general area. I used to lie in my mother's hammock and laugh and laugh. Okay, maybe it wasn't the very same hammock she uses now, but another one just like it. I closed my eyes and imagined what our family's area would have looked like many years ago, but I could not picture it. I had seen photographs, but still I could not picture it. I looked around and around, but could find no touchstones, no markers to take me back 20 plus years. Something, anything to let me know I had walked this ground before. Irokai Deri, the people of Irokai, the people of my birth. The Yanomami of my home village, scattered now throughout this jungle, many of them clustered in and around the village they had once called home. The village of my mother, my cousins, my tribe. They are a semi-nomadic people, the Yanomami, and so it often happens that when a village moves, they must make return trips to pick clean the gardens they have left behind while the new gardens take root. We had set out from the riverside village earlier this morning, at first light, to see what we could see, I could not think how to tell my mother I wanted to visit our old village. I could only say, Irokai toka prahawa, Irokai, far away. I could only make a going motion with my hands. Somehow, my mother understood. I was allowed to believe the trip was my idea, but it was time for a group to head out to the garden anyway. Irokai toka, the garden of Irokai, where there was work to be done. They were going with me or without me. We would be gone for several days. There was a group of us, 15 or so, and we would splinter into smaller groups as we made our way, usually with the men out in front. It was a long haul, but I could not put a clock on it. This part of the world, there was Yanomami time and there was outsider time. For an outsider, even for some of the missionaries familiar with the region, it could take an entire day to cover this ground. But for this group, oh man, they plowed through the rainforest like nothing at all cutting a new path where the old one was meant to be, like they were walking on a city sidewalk, barefoot no less. Me, I was wearing sneakers, which actually were a kind of hindrance once they became wet and soaked through with mud, but the soles of my feet had not been toughened to withstand the uncertainties of the rainforest floor. As I walked at the butt end of our group, trailing my mother and a small cluster of women who seemed to take pity on me and slow their pace so I wouldn't fall too far behind, I wondered if my bare feet would ever be tough enough for the rainforest floor. Probably not, I feared. And it was not just the hard earth that caused my feet such trouble. No, there were roots and fallen branches, rocks and creepy crawly things. 
all the jungle variety nuisances you'd expect. But there were also thorns, muddy slopes, protruding sticks that could pierce the soles of your feet, blood-sucking parasitic fleas, snakes, and spiders, and about a hundred different dangers, a hundred different ways I could trip, cut, or otherwise hurt myself as I scrambled to keep up. I needed a second set of eyes just to look down and watch where I stepped, while the first set of eyes could look up and ahead. The garden just beyond the communal living area still yielded its share of crops, so the Itokai Teddy visited the abandoned area from time to time. This explained why there was at least the semblance of a trail. We had been this way before, we as in my people, we as if I belonged. It also explained how the trip came about in the first place. See, it made no sense to go on a sightseeing mission just so I could visit the place I had once lived, but it made all kinds of sense to organize this trek in search of food, 